Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. The Reds dropped their second straight to the Chicago Cubs on Wednesday afternoon. Final score, 7-1. to one. Tyler Malley continued to struggle at Great American Ballpark. He gave up five runs on eight hits in just five innings of work. Tyler Nakewood accounted for the Reds' offense by hitting his 15th home run of the season in the second inning. Highlights coming up, but first some final thoughts from Tommy Thrall and Jeff Brantley. Thanks, Jed. Well, Cowboy, tough game tough series it started awfully promising but then the last couple days the Reds just weren't able to generate the same offensive firepower they had in the first game yeah it was a phenomenal performance in game one and the Reds fell behind here early in this ball game and it just seemed like they were having to to press to catch up and when you're pressing as a hitter things don't always go your way Tyler Malley's struggles in this building just seem to continue what does he need to do to get right here I, I think Part of it, he's just got to think in a more positive direction. I think when you're a young pitcher and things don't go real well here, you you give up some home runs that you don't think you should give up, uh, it has a tendency to stay with you a bit. Well, Reds fall, final score 7-1 to one here at Great American Ballpark. Yid, back to you. Now to the highlights. The Cubs scored first in this game with two outs in the top of the first. Reds killer Ian Happ took care of business against Tyler Malley. 3-1 pitch. Happ swings, and he hammers this one to right field. That is way out of here. Three-quarters of the way up the sun deck and right, Ian Happ puts the Cubs on top, one to nothing with his 14th home run of the year. Did you say he has more home runs against the Reds than any other team? Yes. I thought that's what you said. Uh He just added to it. He did. After the home run, Malley had to face Matt Duffy, and Jonathan India did it again with his glove. Malley turns it loose, and that's a bullet back up the middle. Backhand sliding stop India. Pops Look to his at feet that. Look at that. Time. What a play, Jonathan India. Malley's struggles continued in the second inning. He walked David Bodie to lead off the inning and then had to face Michael Hermosillo. Hermosillo clocks one to left field. That is well hit and very deep and gone. Into the second deck and left, 3-0 Cubs on a two-run home run by Michael Hermosillo. That is his first hit of the year. Of course, he just got called up yesterday. After the homer, Robinson Chirino singled. Two outs later, Rafael Ortega and Frank Schwindel had back-to-back hits. 2-2 pitch. That's lifted into short center field. Coming on in a hurry, Naquin. He will not get it. It'll get down for a hit. Around the score is Chirinos on the bloop single to center by Rafael Ortega. And the Cubs have scored three times in the second inning and have opened up a 4 to nothing lead. 
Here's the pitch to Schwindel, and he lines one to center field. That's in the gap. Out in left center, nobody's going to get it. It's down and all the way to the wall. Around third, Ortega, he will score. And into second, Schwindel with an RBI double. A seven-game hit streak for Schwindel. That is his 18th RBI of the year on his ninth double of the season. It is five to nothing, Cubs. Well, you're at a point now where if you're David Bell, even though there's two outs in the inning, you can't let your club fall behind any more than where they are right now. The Reds got one of the runs back in their half of the second. With two outs, Tyler Naquin extended his hit streak to eight straight in a big way. The kick and pitch. Naquin rips this one pretty well to left center field. This is deep, way back there, and gone into the Reds' bullpen. Tyler Naquin with a solo home run, the Reds' first hit and run of the afternoon. It's his 15th home run of the year, and it makes it 5-1 to one Cubs. You do not see too many lefties go where he just went on line drive homer right over the top of the Starfire sign in the Reds' bullpen. Malley put the first two runners on base in the third, but he didn't allow a run to score. He pitched a scoreless fourth and a scoreless fifth, and then his day was finished. Five innings, eight hits, five runs earned, one walk, five strikeouts, two home runs, a hit batter, 99 pitches, 61 of those for strikes. Jeff Hoffman took over on the mound in the top of the sixth. The first batter he faced the first batter he faced was Sergio Alcantara. Reds are rapidly running out of outs, and this ball is scalded to right field and deep and gone. Back to a five-run lead for Chicago. Home run for Alcantara, the number eight hitter in the Cubs lineup. It is his third home run of the year, and it's 6-1 to one Chicago. After the Naquin home run, Adrian Sampson shut the Reds down in the third and the fourth. Manuel Rodriguez pitched a 1-2-3 fifth and a scoreless six. Rowan Wick walked Tucker Barnhart in the seventh, but he was stranded. Adam Morgan then set Vado Castellanos and Moustakis down in order in the eighth. The Cubs added a run in the top of the ninth off Justin Wilson. Wilson walked the first two batters he faced. Wilson walked the first two batters he faced. Then he got a big defensive play behind him. The pitch, and there's a chopper toward Barrero. The shortstop field flips to India at second one. Around to Votto double play. Glove flip from Barrero was on target to India. That was a nifty play by the red shortstop. Nifty play by Barrero, but also just a touch turn. That ball was not in the glove of India for more than a split second. He threw it from where he caught it, and I just continue to be amazed by the ability of Jonathan India to turn the double play when he's never played second base. I mean, it is spectacular. With Ortega standing on second base, Matt Duffy was next up, and he got the seventh run home. Duffy tries to push a bunt by the mound. He does. Nobody's covering first. Votto will pick it up, and a run will score. Infield hit. Trevor McGill gave up a double to Jose Barrero in the ninth inning, the third time he reached base in the game, but he ended the game against Tucker Barnhart. Here's the 0-2 pitch. And Barnhart didn't want to do it, but he chased a breaking ball down and in. He is down on strikes, and that's all. Reds fall to the Cubs 7-1 here at Great American Ballpark this afternoon. The Cubs take the series. Here are the totals for Chicago. Seven runs, 12 hits, no air, seven left on base. Cincinnati, one run, six hits, one air, seven left on base. Rodriguez, the winner, one and two. Malley takes the loss. He is 10-4. Three hours and one minute, 16,922 on hand at Great American Ballpark. With the defeat, the Reds are now 65-57 and 57 on the season.
Time to hear from Red Starter and loser Tyler Malley. Tyler, what uh, what do you think led to your struggles today? Uh, just came out flat, and stuff was just rolling up there. My splitter was rolling up there. Slider was the same thing, and fastball wasn't getting it done. Um, and then um, kind of, um, I don't know. Yeah, the first two first two innings were just bad, and then and then to start the third, the two base hits. I mean, they were soft, softly hit. Um, but uh, I think after that, me and DJ were talking as I kind of started to step on the gas a little bit, and things changed. Um, so I think I think I just came out, you know, trying to maybe trying to feel my way into the game like I usually do, and and it just didn't work out. When you say you came out flat, is that something that you notice in the pen? Is that something you notice early on? Is there a way to combat that? I mean, it's just looking back at the game. I mean, is, there's a different if you watch the first couple innings and then the last two or two and a half innings. Um, there's two different pitchers. Um, one is, like I said, I mean. Stuff was stuff was just rolling up there, and it wasn't sharp. And then uh, the last half of the game is, um, I mean, stuff wasn't necessarily great, but it was, you know, they were competitive pitches. Um, so, I mean, just, I mean, just one of those days where, um, I don't know, I just wasn't good to start the game. The Miami Marlins are in Cincinnati for four games beginning on Thursday night. In game one, right-hander Luis Castillo goes to the mound looking for his seventh win of the season. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at 6.40. First pitch is set for 7.10. And once again, the final score on Wednesday afternoon, the Cubs beat the Reds 7-1. And I'm Dave Armbruster with your Reds game recap. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.